0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Hacker Public Radio. Uh, we'll turn off that radio. Turn that off. This is Joe Wakumata, and uh, glad to have you here with me. I'm a new voice on the block. I'm a new creator on the block. Um, you know, I've been meaning to contribute to this podcast for a while. And uh, I actually had the beginnings of an episode recorded for you back in January. But unfortunately, things kind of got me down in life. And I was unable to finish that for you. So, you know, I'm going to commit myself to uh, getting involved here with the podcast. And instead of doing a topical podcast episode for my first ever episode, I think I'm just going to give an introduction because i got to get used to talking to you all through a microphone. Now, before I do that, I do need to apologize for the audio quality of my recording device. I, at this moment, do not have anything better than this, like, $10 digital voice recorder. So, I sure hope this turns out all right. And I sure hope that the background noise isn't overwhelming. It is a very rainy, a very rainy Saturday night as the remnants of the hurricane slide through here in D.C. And uh, my, um, actually, I mean, just, see, I'm lucky I just left. It's in the middle. It's a law. So it's not raining too bad. So am not too concerned about sage or anything. I'm talking to you while I commute going back down to the college. So, uh... begin my journey. Anyways, I'm gonna stop rambling. So, how did I get involved with computers? How did Joe get involved with computers? Well, it goes all the way back to the early 90s. And, uh, when I got my first computer, it was an IBM PS2 286. I used that thing until 2001, believe it or not. And, uh, let's see, what were some of the specifications on that guy? Hmm, I think, yes, it, yes, it had a 20 megabyte hard drive. On it was Windows 3.1. Yes, Windows 3.1. Barely fit on that thing. And because of that, I had to store lots of my programs and files on floppy drives. I'm glad those days are over. Not Enva, but and uh, let's see what else was in that machine. We had one megabyte of RAM uh... I upgraded the video card to an ISA card uh, with 512 kilobytes of RAM, I believe I-, I sure hope I'm right on that and uh... let's see, what is the system clock? maybe 16 megahertz? It's been a while. You, you might want to double check that if you would remember the trivia on that but it was a pretty darn slow processor well I owned that thing until 2001 and after that I got myself a laptop right? now I don't remember which one it was, it was an HP at the time and it served me well, I ran Windows XP on there for a while I believe yes it was Windows XP it worked pretty well and years later Fast forward to 2006, I'm repairing a computer for someone, and I stumble across a Knoppix bootable Linux disk, which was amazing. When I got this disk, I was blown away because I had a user interface that that was different, that felt tailored to what I've been trying to do all these years, that wasn't bloated. An operating system, this, this operating system, this Linux operating system, when it booted, it went through screens of information telling me what was going wrong, what was going on while it was booting up. I had a command line that I quickly learned the basic utilities, and it was powerful. So for a month yes, you won't believe it for a month I uh, continued to use on my laptop a bootable Linux CD and did all my basic schoolwork on it and it worked really well so, threw Slackware on there which was very educational and short-lived but nonetheless, I, I really am glad I learned uh, spent a whole weekend learning things like how to use Vim I uh, create my com file and, and just a whole other thing you know, compiling software and whatnot. but that was all short-lived After Slackware, I jumped over to... Oh, gosh, I'm going to have to think. Fedora, that's right, Fedora. I went and studied abroad for a semester, so I popped Fedora on my laptop. Um, After that, we tried out Debian. It was all right. But I didn't like how the packages were... eh, They didn't feel like they were as fresh as they should be. Went over to Ubuntu, which was a little bloated for me. And I really didn't like all the release cycles, but I used Ubuntu for a couple more years. Well, fast forward to today. Um, I'm actually an Arch Linux user now. A year ago, I uh, happened to... to uh, a year ago, I heard the Linux link tech ranting about Arch Linux. And since that, I've, I've just used Arch Linux. Um, I have to say, it's worked wonderfully for me. I've never found a distribution that really has matched my needs and wants. And a distribution that's never worked so well for me. Um, It's been fabulous. I don't think I'm going to take the time right now to go into that. um, Because I'm not familiar with all of their, their core values and stuff. But... Um, If if you're a fairly advanced Linux user, I I would recommend giving Arch Linux out a try and looking into it. Uh, I believe the website is archlinux.org. Anyway, that's just a brief cap of uh, me and computers. And I guess that's about it. That was a uh, brief cap, introduction of me, computers and whatnot. And uh, I hope to have something more planned out for you in the future and a much more higher fidelity recording because this certainly is not entirely accessible for our our podcast. Um, Some of the ideas I have um, let's see what do I got going on in my mind maybe doing a Arch Linux install maybe a talk through Arch Linux install basically take uh, y'all on an installation of Arch Linux and talk you through it I wanted to add some information to a recording somebody did on binaural recordings. Um, in, binaural recording is a very interesting thing. However, there are m- there are many more commonly used methods of stereo miking in the production world, and they are I. Well, it might be more darky, but I, I think at least they're oftentimes better for recording things like music and stereo and whatnot. Anyways, I just thought randomly about that. Maybe I'll do an episode on different ways of capturing stereo audio. Um, what else do I got up my sleeve here? Um, maybe some uh programming content. Interviews. Um, I don't know. We'll we'll see as time goes on. And, uh, before I make my exit, I just want to thank all of you for what you've done. Um, you guys really put out some great stuff. And, um, I think it's totally awesome that this podcast is user-generated. There's always, it always feels like there's a fresh new voice awaiting each episode, fresh new mindset, and there's none of that, none of that pod-fading going on. Anyways... This is Joe Bacadamata signing off, and uh, I hope you all have a uh, great week. And, um, well, you'll be listening to me soon. Take care. (laughs) Bye-bye. at binref.com. All binref projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alive 3.0 license.